this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to make a couple of recipes for little people, but not just a few little people, for quite a few little people. And the reason is, is that right now, it's about that time where all the pudding people and the stroller citizens, or if you want to be more plain, the children are running around and, and waking up to the fact that outside is there and you can eat outside now in, in Michigan. Usually you could, you could do it during winter, you definitely could, but generally we keep them kind of stuck indoors a little bit when it comes to mealtime. But we're in that weird wet in-between season between real winter and, and real wet spring where you can start to have picnics outdoors. So I'm going to give you a couple of recipes from my old days in Head Start. Uh, yes, I actually did work for Head Start at one point and I hope you'll enjoy them. They're going to be something you can make on the fly. So let's get ready for that. And another thing is some of these you can definitely have your children help with in the kitchen. But the other thing to remember is that this is not a small recipe. These recipes are going to be for groups of children up to 25. That's right, that's a lot of servings. So if you have to scale them down, you can. But in general, this is more along the line of like a children's party or a parent group get together where everybody eats together. So keep that in mind. So open up your big book of stuff and let's turn to the section on children's foods for Im impending spring. I don't know what else to call it. Or children's food for outdoors with, with parents. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't figure out a better way to put it. So let's get started. Now these recipes are going to be from my time at the Head Start. I'm just letting you know. So don't look for a lot of different kinds of, of fake food. That's not what's going to happen here. They're going to be nutritionally wholesome. So you can obviously keep these uh, stored. And you can also look up in the, the USDA's website for food as well. And for those people not in the United States who aren't familiar with that term, that acronym, then I will give you what those words are. It's the United States Department of Agriculture and you can find nutritionally beneficial food recipes and food handling practices. And the reason we're talking about that is that I don't wanna be like the, the hoarder of the only good recipes. I, I'm not going to be the, the food dragon. I'm not going to hoard the food recipes. I want you to know how to get them for yourself. And the best part about the USDA is that they're free. You don't have to pay for them. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about an easy recipe. So this is the part where you don't wanna tell them what it is until they try it. They're going to see red in this sandwich and they're going to think it's a tomato. Please do not disabuse them of this notion. Do not tell them that it is not a tomato. Let them eat the sandwich first and then if they ask, let them know. Now, of course, if they ask before, you should tell them. And of course, if there's any food allergy issues, everyone should know what's in the sandwich. But we're going to work on the presumption that you have actually talked to the parents beforehand to make sure no one will get sick. 
that's what we have to do is talk to the parents because they know what their children are allergic to. So what is this ingredient that we're talking about? You're going to need a quarter cup of diced and drained canned pimentos. And at that moment, you were probably like, pimentos? Seriously, pimentos are good, they are tasty, and it will expand their palate if they are used to tomatoes all the time. It's a good thing to have something different sometimes. It also gives a bit of spark to the sandwich. The next thing you're going to need is something we love in this world, something we absolutely adore in the United States, and that is prepared mustard. Now I want to point out that we're talking about liquid mustard. You're going to need two tablespoons of that, but here's the thing that you need to remember. If you're using two tablespoons of mustard, it should not be a mustard that children will not like. Please don't use hot and spicy mustard. This is not the time to try to bring out the exotic mustards. This is plain old yellow mustard. Please don't use Grey Poupon. Just regular yellow mustard. You can use Grey Poupon for the adult sandwiches if you keep them separate because the children's palates may not like the Grey Poupon. I like Grey Poupon. It's an excellent mustard. But again, not everybody likes that. And I am not sponsored by Grey Poupon, so I'm not saying anything bad against them. It's just that everybody's palate is not the same and a lot of children prefer the plain yellow mustard. The next thing you're going to need also, and you don't have to, you don't have to, especially if anyone is allergic to fish or seafood, you can leave this out because it Worcestershire sauce has seafood in it. So don't do that, but you're going to need a tablespoon of that. So I could feel the eternal cringe of anyone who has per correctly pronounced Worcestershire sauce. I don't pronounce it correctly. I am from the Midwest of the United States. I've heard everything from Worcestershire to Worcestershire to Worcestershire. So I know it's incorrect, more than likely, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And that is all we can do. So now you're gonna need some bread, okay? You're gonna need bread slices. And you're gonna need about, uh, I wanna say, maybe 13 slices? 13 slices sounds right. And this is where we're gonna get ready to really, really have a difference because some of you are gonna use white bread and that's what we're talking about. But there are other people who are going to use wheat bread and even more who are going to use spelt bread. If you use spelt bread, understand that the slices measurement will be different because the size of the loaf of the bread for spelt bread is not always the same size as the regular white bread that you buy in the store. You're also going to need 13 slices of wheat bread. Surprise! That's right, you're using two different kinds of bread and that's important. So if you're using spelt bread, you might want to add something else, uh, maybe a different kind of seasoning to the bread itself while you're cooking it, maybe add something with sesame seeds or poppy seeds, something to differentiate the bread 
so that it looks differently. But you don't have to. You absolutely don't have to. You can leave it like it is. Uh, it's just an attraction thing. It just makes it a little bit more attractive. So all together, all together, between the white bread and the wheat bread, you're going to have 26 slices of bread. Okay? And don't worry, we're, we're gonna we're gonna use all the bread. It's not gonna go to waste. If you want to cut the crusts off, you can. But my recommendation is that if the children don't ask, don't cut it off. It's good for them to become accustomed to eating the crusts of bread. But if it's just an affectation that you want to implement, you want to, uh, you know, take it off. I'm not gonna be crusty with you. Get it? Crusty bread crusts. Get it? Get it? Why are you groaning? It wasn't that bad. Come on, you, that was funny. Fine. Okay, so don't cut the crusts off. But if you do decide to cut the, cut the crusts off, then may I, you know, suggest that you put it in a Ziploc bag and chop them into pieces and toast them and put them in the freezer. And that way you can have some automatic breadcrumbs if you decide to make dressing or croutons. Just a thought. So once you've got your bread together, you've got your other ingredients going and determined whether or not you're going to use Worcestershire sauce, you heard me, I told you I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And you're going to grab a mixing bowl and mix everything together, all the wet ingredients. Basically everything except the bread is going into this mixing bowl. And you're gonna mix it up until it's completely blended. Once you've done that, spread some of it on each of the slices of white bread. So you're gonna lay all those slices of white bread out and you're going to kind of equally spread the mix on everything. Now remember in the lunchroom, you can use those ice cream scoops. Um, the size is a number 16 scoop, which is the same as a quarter cup. So if you have a quarter cup measuring cup, it's the same thing. Use that to measure it out and spread this mixture on all the white bread. Then you're gonna put the wheat bread on top and you're going to cut the sandwich into four equal pieces. Easiest way to do that is to cut it in half and then cut it in half again. So you can do it and make them vertical or horizontal but if you are like my daughter when she was young we used to do something called a quote-unquote the special cut and the special cut was when you made them into to diamonds. So you would cut diagonally from left to right and then diagonally again from right to left and that's top to bottom and that just makes four cute little triangles special points if you can tell me what kind of triangles these would be now I'm not gonna leave you out in the cold here I'm not gonna have you just give them these sandwiches and there's nothing sweet to go with it oh no you can give them some apple slices on the side or grapes Keep in mind that there's very young children. If you give them grapes, you need to cut them in half. Some people peel grapes. This is not the time to give them the, the spiced grapes. This is not the time for that. Or you can give them carrot chips. Personally, I'd rather give them some strawberry yogurt and some graham crackers, but that's just me. But what they suggest you give them is something along the line of a, a carrot chip that's really bland but you know what can you do I will say this 
the suggested uh, accompaniment of this is not hot Cheetos. Please don't give them flaming hot Cheetos to go with this. It's not good for their stomachs. It really isn't. Uh, believe it or not, if you give small children flaming hot Cheetos on a regular basis, it can cause them to have stomach issues. And I'm not saying that as a licensed medical professional. I'm saying what I've seen, and I'm saying that it does upset their little tummies. You can't just feed them that every day, all day. Don't do that. If you're going to give it to them, monitor how much they intake, because too much spice of the same thing in a, a processed food is not good for anyone. You're probably wondering how much to give them uh, for a serving, and what they're recommending is two of the slices for a serving. So two of those sandwiches equals two slices of bread, excuse me, one slice of bread, and two servings of the, uh, basically enough cheese for a full day serving. And this is a substitute for meat. It doesn't seem like it's going to, you know, be a lot of protein, but believe it or not, it really is. And the peppers give it a little bit of a flair. Now you can add to this, it doesn't have to stay this way. You could add something a little bit more fun, like if the children have a more sophisticated palate, you could definitely give them something like some chopped green onions on there. Um, actually serving this next to um, some celery or some other vegetables that have been cut up with a nice dip of half, um, like a tzatziki, a tzatziki grip, uh, dip would be good. The cucumber dip you get when you have your gyro, that would be really, really good. Okay. Okay, so I did say that we were gonna have more than one sandwich, and we are. Now that first one was pretty simple, pretty easy. But this next one is going to make you look at your listening device and say, what did she say? It's not even my homemade recipe. This is a recipe, again, from the US Department of Agriculture that I know I've had. I've had this at school, I know I have. And I, it tasted really good. I didn't know what was in it. And then once I found out, I was like, what? Are you serious? But it makes sense because it explains a lot of the flavors. So now this is going to be a little different. I need you to, to come with me on this, this journey because it's going to kind of throw you off a little bit. So we're going to do a grilled sandwich and it's going to be made with turkey ham. But it's got some things going on with it that you might not expect. So the first thing you're gonna need is a pound and a half, or a pound and nine ounces of turkey ham slices. So get that first, and get yourself about 25 slices of white bread, okay? Now understand, when I say 25 slices of bread, all right, what's gonna wind up happening is you're gonna have to flip these pieces of bread on each other. So really it's a little bit more. You're gonna have to eyeball this. The next thing you're gonna need to do is grab some, about a cup of low-fat milk, three tablespoons of orange juice, that's right, I'm not kidding, and eight large eggs. And you're gonna whip them all together, okay? But you're also gonna add to that three tablespoons of sugar, a teaspoon of salt and two teaspoons of vanilla and you're probably like what is going on here why are there orange juice and eggs and sugar and salt and vanilla 
happening here? I thought we were making a grilled sandwich with turkey ham. Just trust me, trust the process. It's not gonna be as bad as you think. So what we're gonna do is we're going to take the turkey ham, put it on some bread, and then we're gonna put the other piece of bread on top. You're probably saying to yourself, well, wait a minute, where's the other slice of bread coming from? What's happening is you're cutting that piece of bread in half, okay? So it seems like they're not getting a lot of food, but they really are, they really are. So if you cut it in half, my recommendation is to cut it in half diagonally because it's a little bit larger. Now you could also use more bread and make it, you know, 25 more slices and then put them on top and it'll be just fine. It's just a little bit more bread than, you know, you might have already prepared for, which basically means you're gonna need at least two bags of bread, if not three, depending on how large your slices are. My recommendation is use the one ounce slices so it comes out a little bit easier for you to cook. Now, once you do this, you're going to dip the sandwiches. Once they're, you know, the sandwich, the turkey has it in there, you've got your bread on top. You're going to dip the sandwiches in orange juice mixture to coat both sides. So basically it's kind of when you're making French toast, you're going to do a quick dip on one side, a quick dip on the other. It should not be sopping wet, just enough to saturate the bread just a little bit on both sides, okay? And then you're going to bake these sandwiches, okay? You're going to grease yourself a, a, a baking pan and you're going to put in as many as will fit and you're going to bake it at 400 degrees for 15 to 20 minutes and you do that till they're lightly browned and then you're going to either cut it in half or if you start it with a half sandwich you don't have to do all that it's already ready to go and these will be easy to serve now the good thing about this sandwich is it's really good as far as it gives you a serving of fruit okay not a lot of fruit, just a tiny bit of fruit, but it makes it a little sweet without being overly sweet. And because of what you're making, you don't have to worry about if someone is allergic to cinnamon like you would in a traditional French toast kind of thing. You also have that portion of meat that's in there and you have that bread and it's pretty much a good balanced meal, except for you need some vegetables. So the vegetable comes in and you're good. Now, personally, I probably would give them something very simple, like an orange. But if you want an actual vegetable, and by the way, there's no such things as vegetables they're offering. But I'm just, I'm, we're not going to get into that debate. That's a thing that's going on in TikTok and on YouTube, but we're not going to get into that. But if it were me, I'd probably make a nice cucumber side for this. Just because I think that that would be a good complement to it. Something cold, or maybe something pickled, like a pickled radish, or some raw radishes. Uh, with a little bit of mint next to it, it will be really tasty, but that's just me. And you see how easy that was? See how easy those recipes were? Nothing hard, nothing difficult, easy to make, easy to serve, and you can do this at home. As a matter of fact, my daughter is probably gonna be looking for these recipes when she gets ready to work where she's going to work. I'm not going to tell you where that is because that's telling you way too much business, but I think she'll enjoy these recipes. And I think you will too. Um, I always enjoy sharing recipes with my friends and we're friends, right? So 
let me know how they go. Let me know how you like them. I know I like them. I loved eating at Head Start. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, kid around with you. One of the things I looked forward to was lunch, but you know, then again, I like to eat. But the other part of that is because I knew that the food was nutritious. I knew it was balanced. I knew I was not overeating. And I have to admit, I did lose weight uh, starting to eat breakfast and lunch, and then later starting to cook breakfast and lunch in the childcare centers uh, as I was helping out. Uh, one of our cooks actually had become injured and I had to take over those duties as well as my office duties. So that was an adventure, definitely. It was an adventure, but it was actually a good time of my life. And I found I had a passion for cooking for large groups of people. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you like it. I hope you try it. And maybe, maybe if you find you like cooking, you'll check out my book. Yeah, look at that plug. That was a great segue. You'll check out my book, book, the quick recipe book by and uh it's actually my magical cottage grow life the quick recipe book on amazon and let me know how you like that too all right i'll see you next time